Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Pamela Anderson went to Fashion Week in Paris with no makeup. Now, I applaud this. I absolutely applaud this. And I don't think she just went with no makeup as just how what her normal practice is. I mean, I've seen her out with makeup. I think that she's making a statement, which I do like. Like, I remember, I think it was Carrie Bradshaw who was making a statement with her gray hair. And one might say it wasn't a statement. It was just that she was letting her gray hair show. But I do think it is a statement. I think going to Paris Fashion Week, which is fraught with young influencers that have millions of followers that are using filters ad nauseum and Facetune. Paris Fashion Week is the place where it's a spectacle, a circus, a show. People all over social media talk about Outfit One, Paris Fashion Week. Come with me to Chanel. Get ready with me to go to Missoni or Moschino or Prada or Miu Miu or whoever, Dolce Gabbana, whoever's showing. I, I don't know. I'm not a Fashion Week person, as you know. But I kind of like the balance between Pamela Anderson having the courage to be seen without makeup at a certain age 
feeling the feeling at a certain age that you feel where it's like, I am about so many things that have nothing to do with my looks, but also wanting to make a statement about it. Like, I like that Paulina makes a statement about it. I like a woman of a certain age leaning in and making a statement about it because so many young girls are so hyper-focused on how they physically look. It means they're not focusing on themselves emotionally, spiritually. They're really focusing on the superficial. And it's a very tempting road to go on. And for our kids and for ourselves, we have to exercise the other parts of ourselves that aren't about what we look like. And I can say I've always walked that walk and always talked that talk in my 20s, in my 30s, in my 40s, in my 50s. I've never been vain and I've never defined myself by what I look like. And yet every day on social media, someone will criticize me and say I look like some woman who's some anorexic person all over TikTok because I've lost some weight recently because of dental surgery. Or it's that I look like Skeletor or the black circles under my eyes or that I have like a little patch where I'm losing hair. Or the other day I had a piece of hair stuck to my face with cotton candy. I mean, with a marshmallow on it. People saying I have a hair growing out of my face. People really want to trash and bash the way that women physically look. And there's something to being a certain age and knowing the journey you've been on and what it took for you to get those laugh lines, those that crow's feet to have the gray hair and that you really just want to be who you are and you don't want to be defined by how you look. And many people who were sex symbols or supermodels resent it even more because they know that they were judged and liked and defined by what they look like. And you have to lean into it. You know, I had Tyler Cameron on here and you can tell that he doesn't like to be objectified and thought of as just this hot guy. He's undeniably hot. Then you have him go on Andy Cohen's show trying to get him to take his shirt off and talking really only about how hot he is and make a stereotype about did moms want you, you know, want to sleep with you when you were mowing their lawns or things like that. Like those are the low hanging fruit stereotypes that are superficial and all about looks. And I like someone leaning into I'm making a statement at Paris Fashion Week, arguably the most superficial for show put on like hours of hair and makeup and filtering and editing and stylists and the machine. And now it being all about young social media influencers who have no history or education in fashion. They're just, they're just social media famous, but it's become something even more superficial. It used to be about actually looking at the clothes. It used to be about the art of the fabric and the design and the inspiration. And now I think it really is just about famous people sitting first row. And I think Pamela Anderson made a very strong and powerful statement. And the people who said negative things about her are, are vile. How could you talk about what someone else should look like and how they should have done it differently? Like how that's the low. I've talked about people's choices, but to talk about someone's physical appearance is really just like that's a despicable disgusting person anyone who talks about anyone's physical appearance in a negative manner should immediately be removed from social media never to return again that should be a tiktok and instagram rule like you talk about someone's physical appearance negatively you are banned for life what is worse for young people what is worse nothing So there's so much discussion about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, something we really don't know very much about at all. Um, 
because I've said before that Taylor Swift is as famous as the queen and every move that she makes and every nod that she, uh, you know, takes towards towards Blake Lively or hug of Travis's mom or whatever they're doing, she knows she's doing. So she knows whatever plan she has or whatever's going on that we don't know. But it does beg the question, can there be two peacocks in a relationship? The only reason that I am not sure about this relationship, although they both deserve to be happy, they're both beautiful, they're both young and and in their prime, is that it's very hard for there to be two peacocks in a relationship. Many of the relationships that work with celebrities is one peacock. Matthew McConaughey is the peacock in his relationship. Uh, Matt Damon is the peacock in his relationship. Jennifer Lopez is the peacock in her relationship. Um, I am the peacock in my relationship. I believe that Haley Bieber is the peacock in their relationship. That's a harder one. That's a much harder one. That's when it gets to be harder. Uh, you know, but I believe that Taylor would have to be the peacock in the relationship with Travis because he could just stick to like the art and the game of football. But when I watch him dance around and be the real charismatic entertainer, he seems like the peacock. And, you know, there were jokes about who put each other on the map and people were mad. Men were mad around America that women were saying that Taylor put Travis on the map because two men and two football, which is massive. The NFL is massive. It's about 10% as massive as Taylor Swift is, but it's still massive. Um, in his world of football, he's on a massive map, and he's the peacock. So it's just interesting if there can be two people that really have that level of fame, that have those responsibilities. Someone's going to have to hang back. Tom Brady and Giselle, he was the peacock in the end. She stayed home in Boston to watch the kids, and then she decided it's my turn to be the peacock again, and 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 he wanted back in. He wanted to go back to playing football. So it's not that easy for two people to be in the light. You know, to be in the spotlight. It's just not that easy. And it's not shady. It's just not that easy. What happened with Travis and Taylor? I was a little bit in trouble for saying it was a little over the top. I said what I said. I'm not, I like her. Her work ethic is remarkable. Her concert was amazing. Good role model for girls. New chapter. I thought it was a little over the top. Why can't I have an opinion? I thought that with the mom, you don't go hug the mom on the first date. Those moms will cut a bitch. Anyone's mom. A football mom will cut a bitch. She knows. And she said on the Today Show, it's okay. It was okay, meaning her or whatever. They'll play the game. I've been with the The more you kiss a mom's ass, my fiance's mom, she's amazing. She's one of us. She's not looking for any son's girlfriend or fiance to like kiss her ass. That's the weak. The strong woman plays the middle, is respectful, is lovely, but gains the respect of the mother-in-law, not like a not being all over. So I don't think if she really liked him, which she probably didn't, it was played right. It was either a deal with the NFL or just she wants to be known as like that hot, sexy girl, not like just the girl next door, Blondie Locks. Or who cares? She's out with her girlfriend. She's having fun. I like that answer. And people are like, who cares? What do you care if she was over the top? She was having fun. But whatever she was doing, she was knowing she was doing it because she is like Queen Elizabeth and every move and every eyelash is looked at. So she knew what she was doing. And then some people said it was to, to cover up like her carbon footprint, her CO2 emissions, that she needed a diversion and a distraction because something was coming out and she's the number one on the list. Yeah, she's doing a worldwide tour traveling and she's moved markets. She's changed economies. 
We cannot have everything happen at the same time. I think she's built up cities. They've given her the keys to cities. I don't know. Is she supposed to walk? Go on a rickshaw, sit in a Fred Flintstone car with the with the bottom out and use her feet. I, how the fuck is she supposed to get everywhere? JetBlue? I literally don't know. What is she supposed to do? Call Elon Musk. Stop at Mars first and then go down to fucking Milwaukee? I have no idea. I'm not a scientist. So let's say she's number one on the list. What is she supposed to fucking do? Take all her fans on the plane with her? I, I, I don't know. Someone tell me. You're going to say I'm ignorant? Maybe I am. I don't know. The NFL pushed it a little, but they didn't. They made millions of dollars on it. The, the ratings were up so high, and they leaned all the way in. Men are starting to get aggravated because they want football back. Like, I've heard a couple of men that I really like and respect uh, that are like, okay, like, I like it, and it's good for this, and it's good for business, and Taylor's good for the NFL, but, like, one guy on one of the TikToks said, like, it's the only fucking thing I had for myself. A lot of men are like, we don't need to cut to Taylor every second during the game. The NFL does need to do that because it's bringing in viewers and they're selling merch and it's bringing in tens and hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, it's a real number changer. She can move an economy. But men who just, you know, want the remote and a beer and some wings are not loving the Taylor effect. They just want their game back. I'm just hearing, I heard Paul talking about it. He's like, all right, we, we did it. We got it. Let's look, can we have our game back? Okay, I'm a big fan of Cozy Earth. Who doesn't love bed sheets that feel like butter? Oh my God, they're delicious. They make you feel special. They make you feel rich. They make you feel clean. They make you feel refreshed. The sheet sets are to die for. They fit my bed perfectly and they wash like a dream. Travel-friendly and hassle-free, Cozy Earth's bedding comes in adorable totes, making it the perfect companion for your adventures near and far. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. Cozy Earth has everything you need to turn every moment into pure bliss. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use my code Bethany, B-E-T-H-E-N-N-Y, at checkout to get 35% off. Whoa. And let them know that I sent you after you check out. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure 
it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Beckham's reality show. I didn't even know they were fucking real human beings. I thought they were wax figures or those little cake people. On British wedding cakes, did not know they were real. It's almost like something I'm saving. I'm not the person that buys the outfit and wears it the first day that I get it. Like, I don't put it on in the next day. Some people do that. Like, you're that or you're not. I'm the opposite. I'm always like, I have, a, this is my craziness. I save things. So I like, I'll buy something that I think is phenomenal and it will not see the light of day. No exaggeration for five years. It'll sit in my closet, like, just waiting its turn. Like me with the Met Gala. Like, it's just waiting its turn. And that's how I feel about the Beckhams. I'm saving it. I don't want to spoil it. I'm not listening to anything about it. It's like the best piece of like cake that's like I'm taking it out of the fridge. I want it to get to room temperature. It's going to glisten. And then I'm going to take small bites. I don't want to devour it. I don't want to binge it. I don't want it to be over quickly. I don't like that. I don't like when a good story or a good show is over quickly. I don't like when like someone I know is like, oh my God, and I have a story about this person, but blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, hold on. Where were you sitting? What were you wearing? What did you order? Like I, because I want it to go slow. I don't want it to burn. I like things slow. So I will watch the Beckham thing like one minute at a time. I love saving. I'm savoring. I'm obsessed. Loved him waiting online to meet the queen. Love that she fucking looks like she's made of ice and doesn't give a good fuck, but like waited like another silent assassin. My silent assassins, Nikki Hilton, Princess Kate, Anna Winter is the head, the HBIC and silent assassin. Um, I always want to call her Posh Spice. It's not a diss. It's how I think of her. And Victoria Beckham. I've worn her dresses a million times. Live for it. And Amal. You know Amal is a fucking silent assassin too. Um, I'm waiting. I'm obsessed. Kim, 45 minutes late at Fashion Week. Interesting that shows will not, that shows will wait and they get mad and Anna Wintour doesn't like it and that she's always early. I respect that. I think for her, like, it'll fuck up her whole day of dominoes in Fashion Week and that makes sense. Like, so she could be really aggravated. But you have to, you saw Anna ice Kim out 
because of the tardiness. And you kind of got to respect Anna Wintour being the HBIC. Oh, that's what, yeah, she and Martha. She's the HBIC of all HBICs. She is the head bitch in charge. And I have now decided, I'm sure I've hated on the Met Gala in the past. I don't even know why. I mean, wh- hate on everything if you're going to hate on that. It's all the same shit. Like everything, all of Fashion Week has become marketing and social media and young influencers. And who cares? Don't hate the player, hate the game. I want to go to the Met Gala. I don't think I'll ever get invited. And I don't know why. Is it because I go to TJ Maxx? Because Anna Wintour says that things that end up, like she said, cerulean blue, like goes down the chain. And I understand. I think I, I dress well when I want to, and I think I have good taste. And I think it's nice that I dress not for pretense for who I really am. And I think like, you know, I, I, up, I recite, I upcycle clothes and I'll wear something again. And I'm not about like putting on the whole head to toe logo of something, which I know designers hate. And Tom Ford has said that he hates when someone wears like his clothes the way it was on the runway. Like he appreciates more creativity and a lot of looks are inspired by like hipster on the street fashion. And I kind of do what I want. I don't beat to anyone's drum. I've never had a stylist. I pulled something out of my own closet when I went to the Emmys. I don't, I also don't borrow. And I would think Anna Wintour would like that I don't borrow. I find it grabby. They're like, call, can I borrow that thing and I'll give it back? Like, what? I'm a boss bitch. I'm an HBIC like Anna Wintour. You know what I do? And ask Fernando from Oscar de la Renta. Because he always says, if you're going to that and you want to borrow something, I'll, I'll give it to you. I do it with Nikki all the time. And I'm like, I don't fucking borrow, bitch. I don't, I don't test drive men. I want to buy. And I don't test drive clothes. So I buy my own shit. So yes, exception. Andy Cohen was supposed to get a Lifetime Achievement Award from MTV. And so at the last minute, I guess he said no or he couldn't go. And so they gave the goddamn trophy to me, the popcorn thing, which is hysterical because Andy, like, thought that was a big smoking gun. So did Teddy and Tamara. And I was like, who gives a fuck? All these awards are bought. And your Walk of Fame star, Andy, is purchased. And so it's all bought. So what do I care? You calling me? I get to go on stage and give a fake speech about a fake award and get attention, have a reason to put makeup on? Count me fucking in. Raise my hand. So that was last minute. So when that was my exception that I called Fernando and he let me borrow a red dress that I wore. But it wasn't a dress that I would want. And if I wanted it, I would have said, can I buy it after? Because I'm not looking to test drive and not buy. I'm not looking to fuck you and then you're going to leave the next day. Like you're going to want, Moishe's moving will be in the driveway. So if there's a dress that I want to borrow, which I never, ever do, except for that exception, I would want to know that then I could buy it. Because I don't want to put it on and have to take it off. And I, same thing. It's why I don't borrow jewelry. Borrow jewelry? It's going to cost me $100,000. I, I mean, I'll be like, Paul, please, can I have it? So I buy. I would think Anna Wintour would respect that. I'm putting money into the fashion machine at all levels. I run the gamut from Hermes, priceless pieces, down to fucking the dollar store, and I bought stuff at the $7 store next to my old apartment. For that reason, I should I want to lobby, and I want to go to the Met Gala because I want to know that I could land it. I, I seek approval. I care less about going inside. If I go inside, I don't need to sit with celebrities. I'd like to sit with executives. I'd like to sit with people like Ted Sarandos, like an Elon Musk type, like a Mark Zuckerberg type. He probably wouldn't go, but like, you know, leaders of industry. I don't need to sit next to, you know, celebrities. It's not interesting to me. I'd like, or I'd like to sit next to Anna Wintour. I mean, I'll, I'll t- I would take that. I'm sure that, you know, no one wants to do that. Lol. Um, so my goals are lofty. I want to be next to powering power machines or philanthropists. 
Um, and I want to stick the landing with the red carpet. I think I could do it. I know. I think. I think I know who my glam team would be. I'm not yet sure what I would wear. I wouldn't try to hit a fucking home run because I'm not going to go and wear like a Leaning Tower of Pisa or giant like you know Lady Gaga gown. I would know my place as a on the very bottom of that list. But the way that I made it onto the Forbes list, top hundred, I was. I think I was a hundredth, maybe ninety ninth. But I was on the cover, but I fucking made it. I didn't care. A win is a win. A win is a win. So if I got in there, I would dress for my stage in that place. But I could fucking nail it. So I want to go to the Met Gala. I've decided. And I've done $300 million in relief work. I am about to change the entertainment industry forever in a way that I would think someone like Anna Wintour, who secretly, or probably not so secretly in her circle, despises reality TV. She's no dum-dum, and she cashed the Kim and Kanye check, but I said what I said. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, everybody thinks they're an expert on it. Everyone says that the Queen of the North is winning and his PR machine placed a lot of things. Divorce is a long game, sadly. They have been burned and they have quickly learned that you cannot fuck around with the tides. You cannot fuck around with the ocean and the media is the ocean and it will drown you and you just have to roll with it. But you don't ever really know what's going on in a divorce You don't know. We didn't know what was going on with Kelly Rutherford, the mom in Gossip Girl, because we thought that the man was was a villain and he did something wrong and they got divorced. And then all of a sudden she loses custody of her kids. Now, I have no idea who's right and who's wrong. It doesn't matter. It means it's a long road. One person may choose to speak. The other person's team may say, do not say a goddamn word. And then, you know, maybe the pendulum swings in their favor or the opposite. You know, like if you're a Chris Humphreys and Kim Kardashian and you're breaking up, her machine was ready early and more powerful back in the day when um, everybody wasn't as media savvy. And, you know, she got ahead of it. Like it is a game and a dance, but you just don't really know what's going on behind closed doors. You cannot possibly know. And even her friends and his friends can't possibly know. Everybody's playing 50% for the most part in most situations, short of illegal activity, short of stalking and harassment and things that are really problematic. But for the most part, most therapists think that most divorces are garden variety. Most divorces. Not, you know, Kelly Clarkson did not have a garden variety divorce from what I understand. Ike and Tina Turner did not have a garden variety divorce. I did not have a garden variety divorce. And every divorce is painful and every divorce is horrible and like a death. But Divorce by nature is hard, and it's hard to know if two people are decent human beings, if there's really anyone wrong or right. It's not It's not possible for us to discern what's going on behind closed doors in a divorce. There's just no way. You got to let the whole thing play out. Later on, the truth comes out. And the villain's not always who you think the villain is. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. 
offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule. You'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 